Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever, and I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey everybody, so this time I am doing something a little different. I got my oldest son with me, and we're just going to chop it up and discuss Jesus. Um, we're going to discuss a pretty good verse that a lot of people know. Um, I, I don't want to give it too much away, because once we start talking about it, you will know exactly what it is. And I want to hear my 12-year-old, well, almost 12-year-old, my middle school son's perspective on this verse and what it means to him. So he's going to do a lot of talking this time and not me on the podcast. So Melvin Jr., go ahead and read. Uh, we're going to read Romans 1, 16 and what that means. Go ahead. Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because the power of God that brings to everyone who believes, the first Jew, then the Gentile, for the gospel of the righteous of God revealed. A righteousness that is faith from first to last, just as written, the righteous will live by faith. Okay, so Romans one sixteen says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Okay. So, with you being in middle school, I know you guys aren't doing in-school learning, but you're doing, you know, virtual learning and stuff like that. But once you start getting into middle school, once you, because you're, you're in middle school now. So, once you start interacting in class and stuff, and you, people are going to want to get to know you and everything. And you can't be ashamed to tell them that you are a believer in Jesus Christ, that you, that's where your strength, that's where your hope, that's where your faith lies, is in Jesus so what does what does that verse mean to you? Um, I'm not ashamed to tell someone about God. Like, um, if someone asks me or asks what, who I believe in or what do I like to do, or something like that, I would say like I believe in Jesus Christ, and you know, not try to change the topic or something like that, because that says God sees everything that's kind of bad, and He's gonna see that and He's gonna write that down, and. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, if someone asks you, do you believe in Jesus Christ? But would you go out of your way and ask other people, do they believe in Jesus Christ? And if you see them doing something wrong, would you correct them because you know the power of God? Yeah, correcting them. If someone does something wrong or bad, I could correct them, you know, make sure, you know, they do something really bad or something like that. Or I could, you know, someone does something bad, I could ask that they know Jesus, and if they say yes, then I would, you know, remind them that that's not a good choice for a believer. Okay, but if if you feel like this person kind of, this kid kind of, he's my friend or she's my friend or whatever the case may be, they are, uh, they, they kind of line up with some words that they kind of line up their life with what the Bible says or what I know from the Bible. Would you approach them asking them, do they believe in Jesus? And, and if so, why or why not? Yeah. Um, 
if someone, if someone, yeah, I would ask someone like that, just, um, one of my friends or something like that, if one of my friends is doing kind of stuff related to that, or doing some nice stuff, going out of their way to do stuff for people, stuff like that, I could ask them, and if they said no, I could, you know, tell them about this, and their, what they could be in heaven after life, and they keep this stuff up, and, um, Ask for forgiveness of the sins and stuff like that. Okay, but what if it's not your friend? What if it's somebody that you just you just want to get to know? You want you want to have a conversation about Jesus with them. Like being unashamed means in everything, not just with people you know, but unashamed is is praying for folks that you don't know. Like if someone comes to you and say, "Hey, can you pray for me?" Not knowing if you know Jesus or not, and you. That's unashamed. That's that's not being ashamed of being, or if somebody say, oh, man, you know, Jesus is whack. Like, you crazy with following Jesus. Being persecuted, you know, being being told that there's something wrong with you for wanting to follow Jesus. What do you do about that? Because you can't be ashamed of it because if, if you lose all of your friends because you believe in Jesus, like, would you want to not believe in Jesus? I mean, like, let me know this stuff. Because, no. like I said, you're in middle school now, so so you're going to see stuff like this. Well, starting with the first question, um, the if someone random just asks me to pray for them, I will do that because that's that's just... And even if, you know, they don't know who I am or anything like that, I could, you know, I don't care what the circumstances is. If it's something minor or something huge, I could help them out and, you know, ask them if they believe and if so I could have a conversation with them and someone that would say like something like you 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 stupid for believing in Jesus you know I would give them a good explanation explanation of why do I believe in Jesus why I would give them a pretty good sentence of, of like I would explain to them why I do and why they should too but you know, not everyone wants to hear that, and you know, I can't force someone to listen to that, but what I can do is tell them and hope that they do, pray that they do understand that, and get what I'm trying to say to them. They don't, I'm, that's the most I can do, but if they do, that's really good, if they can. And, you know, I believe in Jesus for a lot of reasons, and I would tell them exactly why, and I hope that they can get that and understand that. So what is some of the reasons why you believe in Jesus? Because what if what if somebody say, "Give me a good reason as to why I should believe in Jesus"? Like then, then would you give them your reasons why, or would you change it up, or, or how would you? I give them a good real um, what I why I do. Okay. Um, I believe in Jesus because um I just it's a lot of ways pointing to Jesus. You know, Jesus. I know for sure, 100% sure, that God is real, Jesus is real, Jesus died on the cross, and, um, you know, he, he, he did that for, to forgive our sins and stuff like that, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, you know, things in the world still to this day that can, you know, be related to what happened thousands of years ago, like, cities being destroyed and you know in the bible 
and now there's not any stuff growing there. And still to this day, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And or you know, multiple places where, you know, people claim that Jesus was here when he was crucified and stuff like that. There's a lot of places that it's just, you know, hard to believe not. It's hard not to believe that this was real or something like that. And he created the universe, and I don't see any other way that it could have been other than the way that I know what will happen. And I know for 100% sure that this happened, and there's no other way in my mind that what is ha- what's happening can, you know, there's a lot of people that believe in Jesus, so it's, it's not just me and stuff like that. It's a lot of people, and, yeah. it, 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 uh, you know, Christians is the most popular religion and that's really good that means that a lot of people believe in jesus but not everyone does it's the most hated too it's the most being a christian is also the most persecuted yeah it's the most talked about it's the most um it it tries to get tore down the most it tries to get debunked it tries to get proven wrong the most i just It, it doesn't do no one else does that with any other religion Except for Christianity. So when when you say that you are unashamed, that means you are not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. When someone tries to prove to you, hey, just like how you can say you know this, you know this, you know this about Jesus, I can say to you, hey, I know this, I know this, I know this, could never happen and never did happen. I just don't see no way that I could believe anyone saying that this is not even if the whole world turned against me, I will could not say I do not believe in this because you know I I just it's really real that this kind of stuff happened like Abraham sacrificing Isaac and all these um, Bible um stuff happening and you know it's still to the day stuff that is actually still happening that said in the bible and still to this day happening and people try to change my mind about it i'm gonna i don't want to hear it i know what i know the good news and if you and i can tell you it but i'm not going to hear what you have to say okay so then why would you so so that's right there yeah you understand probably you can listen to what they got to say and everything and but you got to be ready to give an explanation as to why you have faith. Yeah, like other, I could, like maybe I could listen to other people what they have to say, but I'm not gonna believe it. I'm, and they could, I could hear what they think, and I could try to, you know, if they say something that could be in the Bible or something like that, I could change, I could try to change their mind or something like that. If they don't believe something, I could try to, you know, convince them or something like that. I would listen to them and see what they believe in. And, you know, try to explain why I don't believe in that and why I believe in this. Okay. But also, being unashamed is taking what someone else is trying to to give you or following the crowd and, you know, I mean, and, and, and not going with it. Like, think about, so God's chosen people was Israel, was the Jews. They didn't want God's word. So God said, okay, I'm going to make you guys so jealous by giving it to the Gentiles, the non-Jews, us. We're, we're non-Jewish people. So he wanted to give it to us to make the Jews jealous. 
so that then they will be like, okay, it's something that they're doing that has to, like, we see them being blessed, so it's something that we need to do to uh, basically to hold on to this because he's blessing them. Why ain't he blessing us? But being unashamed, yes, that is, but being unashamed, like, like the scripture says, let me see the Bible real quick. It says right here, it says... Uh, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. So having power, the power of God, what does that mean to you? Be having the power of God within us. What does that mean to you? Um, having the Holy Spirit and, you know, when you believe in God and you pray for stuff and, you know, don't and you don't really abuse it by that. I mean, like, you know ask for ridiculous stuff and know that you're going to get and stuff like that. But, you know, not just ask for anything, but you got to believe what you say. If you are sick or something like that and you really believe in God and you really want to feel better, God will hear your prayers and hear your cries and he will do what you want. But you can't abuse that. And then God knows from the beginning if you're trying to. If you just... Say I want a billion dollars when I wake up tomorrow, and I better have that. You know that's that's not how it goes. You gotta pray for something, and I'm not saying that that won't happen. I'm just saying you can't abuse it like that. And just ask for whatever in the world you want. You can't ask for a mansion. You can't ask for all this stuff. You gotta, you know, take things slowly and not, you know, just go crazy and stuff. You, but you need to believe at the same time that this kind of stuff can happen. But mm -hmm. you having the power of God, just you know, having the knowing that you have the Holy Spirit in you, and with that you could pray and stuff like that, and you know, just have the feeling of God always with you. Okay, so so like you said, the power of God. So when you're being attacked with something or you're feeling down. And you feel like you know, you're just out of it. You know how some days we just feel like we just not with it. Like we just, it's just like we irritated about everything. We just not into it today. Like, yeah. like it's days where I'm like, I don't even feel like reading the word, but I know I got to because that's my obligation to God because he's blessing me. So, and it's days that you feel like that. It's days like when we don't feel like just, we just really don't feel like it today. Yeah. And, and. But the power of God within us is what keeps us going. The Holy Spirit is what's stopping us from being our evil selves. The Holy Spirit within us stops us. It, it convicts us. It says, you know this isn't right to not read the word. Or it's not right to not pray. To give thanks to God for the food that he's given you. So when, when, we, when we read that it's the, because of the power of God that brings salvation... We know, we know the truth. The truth is God's word right here. Yeah. And so having salvation, meaning we're, we're one, we will inherit heaven. We will, we have been forgiven. We have been redeemed. We have been made new. And so we know that that power of God, the power of God is the only thing that can do that by Jesus dying on a cross that we have been Loved by God again to know that we can inherit to heaven, but it's rules and, and stipulations that we have to live by, and so that's where us being unashamed 
of the gospel, unashamed of Jesus, unashamed of God's word, where we have to keep those things in our mind because God gave us a second chance because we was living the way we was living. And then God came and gave us Jesus for us to realize that. And so having that second chance, we can't manipulate it or let it go or like you said keep doing the same thing or just basically using god as a genie saying i want a million dollars and not doing anything to do about it now it's not wrong for us to pray about things like good health and um a new job or a new house or whatever the case may be but you can't use it as for as you know you can't use it as just a lottery ticket you can't just yeah you can't just beg for stuff like that you you could beg you can ask for good health and a new you know promotion a new job stuff like that, but asking for millions of dollars and a big new family and stuff like that and just a better life and stuff like that, God can give you some of that stuff, but you know He can give you that all that stuff, but you know God knows from the beginning if you are saying this because you really want this or you're saying this because you're using Jesus as an advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using it as a scapegoat. And so when we when we uh when we sit down and we understand and we think about and we pray and we acknowledge God when we're out in public and we might say God bless you. Or if we see someone hurting and we say, hey, let's pray for that person. We might look weird to other people. We will look weird. We, we, are, we are weird people as believers because we're believing in something that we have never seen. We've never seen Jesus. We don't know what Jesus looked like. The Bible only gives a brief description of how his hair is and his feet is. And how his eyes was. It doesn't say what he looked like. It doesn't say anything. Because none of that matters. That's, that's because then we're putting an image on Jesus. The Bible never described how Jesus was. How his facial features was. Or how his skin color was. It, it never depicted any of that. That was unnecessary. That was, it's unnecessary. Because then we're taking that and saying. Well we know that Jesus. See us folks believe that Jesus is black. Or us folks believe that Jesus is white. It doesn't, it doesn't have any of that in there. It's Jesus. Jesus was born from Mary, who had her husband. God put Jesus inside of them, inside of her, without her husband. So that right there is something that's totally different than normal, than typical marriages. Yeah. So we can't say how Jesus looked, but what I was getting back to is, when we, we, we're going to look weird to people because we believe in something that we have never seen. Jesus said, blessed are those who, who believe and never have seen me. He was talking to his disciples. He was talking to Doubting Thomas when Thomas said he don't believe. And so Jesus said, touch my hand where my nails was. Touch my side where I was, where I was pierced at. And then Thomas believed. And Jesus said, How, you, you believe because you see. But blessed are the people who believe and have not seen, meaning us. We have never seen Jesus, but we know he lives within us because we feel him and we talk to him and he talks back to us. The Holy Spirit comfort us and everything. So 
we're going to look weird to people. And with you being in middle school now, you're going to look weird to, to kids. But that's where that, that strength of God and being unashamed of Jesus, that's where that comes in. Being unashamed of who you love. Unashamed of your faith. Unashamed. You see, like Steph Curry. Steph Curry, he loves Jesus. And he lets it known. He let it known in NBA on his shoes. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. He he that's on his shoes. And so he's a we have to be vessels for Christ. We have to be a light. Just like the movie. God's not dead, a light in the darkness. Yeah. We have to be a light in the darkness, meaning we have to be unashamed. So what what else do you gotta say about being unashamed? Because I wanna hear from you, man. I wanna I wanna I want you to educate me. Well, like if you can't really be ashamed of God because that's you know, since he sees all things, he's gonna know what you did. He writes mm. stuff down and stuff like that. And even if you think that he won't hear you, like if you're in your head or you know, mumble it or something like that, he he knows what you think and he knows, you know, what's in your heart and stuff like that, what you really, really feel like. And, you know, it could be, you could joke around like it or anything like that, but that's not cool. That's not okay. And, you know, if someone does anything or anything happens, you gotta, you gotta stick with God until the end. You gotta, you know, that's just part of it. Um, some people just don't want to do it because they think that they're going to be made fun of or people are going to talk about them and stuff like that. But you shouldn't really care about that. You know, that kind of stuff happens. You should, you know, carry on. You mm -hmm. know, educate them mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know. But if someone doesn't want to hear you, you should, you know, let them know about it. And, you know, if, so, if you know that someone is making fun of you or something like that about it, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't really, you know, walk away and don't say anything back. You should give them a brief talk of why you do believe in it and why you're not um, the, the weird one here for believing in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Although you may look like it, but, you know, you're not... It's not bad to believe in God. It's really good because that means when after this life on earth, you can be in heaven with God, hopefully. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's that's why you should really not really think too much of people making fun of you and instead trying to help them so that you could see them one day not on earth. Yeah, amen. And being unashamed, I mean, that's like it's like a, like we talked about earlier. That's literally just going out there. And giving people hope, giving them the word of God, because you never know what somebody's going through. I mean, you might just have to walk up to a kid in, in your class at school or whatever the case may be. You see them having a tough time and say, hey, I believe Jesus can heal you. Can I pray with you? That might change their whole life. Just by you asking that question and praying for that person. That could change a person's whole life. We never know. How, how how God works, and you got to remember this. The Bible says that we have been and could be amongst angels, entertaining angels. So we got to make sure that we do what we need to do. Yeah, because in the Bible, you know, some people was angels, like 
angels walked up to Abraham and stuff like that, talked with him, and he didn't know that they were angels. Right. He, they looked like regular people and stuff like that. So angels can blend in with yeah. people yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, if someone walks up to you and just looks like they're having a bad day, don't treat them bad because you never know who they could be and what they're going through. They could be going through a hard time. They could be an angel testing you and stuff like or something like that. It, it could be literally anyone yeah. in any situation. Yeah. Seeing how your faith is. It could be an angel seeing how good your faith is or how, how you need might need to work on your faith. You, you never know. Yeah. And so that's why we always have to be ready. That's why we have to stay in our word and stay unashamed of the gospel. Because the gospel, as the scripture says, for I am unashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First the Jew, then the Gentile. So God gave his his salvation, his blessing to the Jews first, but they didn't accept it. So God said, I'm going to give it to the Gentiles because they 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 crave it. They want it. They're. They're accepting of it. They are humbling their selves because they know it's not them. But the, the Jewish people at the, in, in those days, they were saying, well, we're the chosen people, so we're, we're already blessed. And God's like, no, y'all are not blessed. I, as, as I can give, I can take away. And he said, okay, I'm going to make y'all deaf to this. I'm going to give it to the non-Jewish people, and which is Obviously, our family that trend, that went down to us because we're not Jewish. And so we love God. We, we're so glad that God gave it to us, gave us his word, gave us the Holy Spirit, gave us blessing. Because we know where our help comes from in trials and in, in times of need and in tribulations and times where it's really, really hard. We can turn to Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we know that we are good. Yeah. So we can't be ashamed. We can't let anybody just start talking about Jesus any kind of way. You see what happened with with, you with need Goliath. To stand up for Jesus. You see what happened with David and Goliath. Goliath was talking about where's your God at and all this other stuff. And David was like, "Look here, man, I ain't about to have that. I ain't about to have that." He was little, and what he said, "I will fight you. I will take you down. I will kill you." Exactly. And that's what happened. That's because exactly he what happened. That he could. He had the strength of God with him too. Yeah. He He was unashamed of confident. the gospel and confident. He was confident that God would show up and stand up and be with him and bless him. Yeah. And once we are believers, if we are unashamed of the gospel, we can have that same boldness, we can have that same strength that David had. Because God created all of us. He gave us the Holy Spirit that was in David. He gave the Holy Spirit that said me and you. The scripture says, if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. Which is true. We can do all things through Christ. You see what happened with Peter? Peter wasn't ashamed of the gospel. And what did he do? He seen Jesus walking on water. There's two people that walked on water. And then he walked on water, but he lost faith. He lost faith. And so that's one thing that we can't do. We cannot lose faith. We have to remain unashamed of the gospel. And if we stay unashamed of the gospel, we would never lose our faith. It will be times where Satan and demonic forces and spiritual 
attacks will come, obviously, because we are believers of Christ. So that's going to happen. But we have to stay unashamed. Yeah. We can't lose faith. And so that's, I mean, I felt good, man. It was, this was good. Chopping it up with you, man. Talking with you. Trying to see where, you know, where you coming from with your perspective and what your little middle school mind think about and stuff like that. So I enjoyed it. Me too. I really liked it. I pray we can do many more, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> like you about to go somewhere. All right, man.